Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. From what I was told, what I was told during the break, apparently JR's yelling at us through his JR. radio in the car. He joins us via Get the Brown him. and Crouppen Celebrity Line, Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. Hey, JR, uh, I'm going to reset this for anybody that missed our last <laughs> segment. Get him, JR. So we were talking about the potential costs to acquire Jacob Chikrin, who is the defenseman, young defenseman, for the Arizona Coyotes comes at a very reasonable cost. He's under club control for the next few years. Now, Arizona is reportedly at least listening to offers on him, but it's going to take close to a King's ransom to be able to acquire him. So the 32 thoughts podcast with national analysts on this said, Joel Hofer, Perunovic neighbors. Those are the kinds of names that you're going to be hearing connected in any kind of deal like this. So I proposed to Alex, Hey, would you consider a deal that included Joel Hofer, one of Scott Perunovic or Jake Neighbors, one of either Barbashev or Sundquist, and then a draft pick as well. Probably a first-round pick is what they would ask for. And now, JR, you can tell me why that is a laughable <laughs> offer and why the Blues should never do such a thing. Get him, JR! I don't know that it's laughable, but when Tanner did call me, I said, is he on drugs? <laughs> throwing in uh, <laughs> Barbashev and, and Sundquist in there. You know, One of the two, first- just one of them. Yeah, just one of the two. But here's the thing. Okay, let's set the table here, and you guys have done a good job of this so far. I'll just add my two senses. Arizona is in it for picks and assets and prospects, and, and that's what the 32 Thoughts uh, podcast said. I think that's what everybody, once they saw Chickren was available, uh, that Arizona is trying to add. Look, Bill Armstrong, when he left St. Louis, he went into that interview in Arizona, and he said, I'm going to blow this up, and I'm going to add as many assets and and prospects as I can, and it's going to take a while, and this is what we're going to do. I think Arizona's probably one of the teams that could have gotten involved in the Tarasenko trade talks as a team that would take on some cap space to get some prospects and picks. Look, what do they have, five second-round picks, you know, coming up uh, here in the next draft. So I think it's a situation where if you're the Blues, you don't have to worry about giving up a Sunquist or a Barbashev, and I know you said either or. I wouldn't give up either one of them. They are Stanley Cup caliber players and yes you upgrade on defense if you put a chicken in but if you're putting a costin or you know a neil or a, you know you probably got logan brown in the lineup which is fine he's played well instead of a barbershop or a sunquist it just doesn't make sense you're you're filling one hole and you're making another hole i think in that situation so you know can i see him moving a Prenovich? yeah if chicken's come this way i think that's a, a possibility 
I don't think they'd part with neighbors. Don't forget you got Bolduke there, and in the system, he's still right there. You know, I think if Doug Armstrong were to make this move, it's going to involve picks and prospects. You're going to have to get, move some salary to make it work, I'd imagine, but I can't see them get, giving up a player like a Barbashev or a Sunquest. JR, regardless if it's Jacob Chikrin or Ben Sherrod or Mark Giordano or maybe it's a name that we haven't even talked about, uh, do you have a feel if Doug Armstrong is going to pull the trigger on trading for a defenseman at some point this season? I think they'd like to. I think they'd like to at some point. You know, I just think as Doug Armstrong, and you can only go by what he has said the few times he's spoken on it, is that he thinks the defense is a work in progress. And I think when the rest of your team could be a Stanley Cup contender, I don't think you can go into the post-trade deadline with a lineup that you're saying is a work in progress on the back end. So, you know, I think we've seen enough of the season. I think we've seen enough of the, the, the top six or seven guys, who they are, what they can do. Uh, certainly, Nico Mikula's emergence with that top pair has helped out. I think keeping Krug and Falk has helped out. But, you know, is the third pair a cup contending? You know, we don't know. And if you add a guy at the top like Chikrin, it has that trickle-down effect where maybe Nico Mikula is in your third pair now and you're getting that kind of play out of a third-pair guy. So, to me, I think Doug Armstrong definitely would add if that uh, possibility were available. JR, yesterday I was listening to the fast lane, and Jamie said he would rather get this done sooner rather than later to make sure that the fit works prior to getting into the postseason. I know when they traded for Scandella, it felt like right away he fit in here. But then you look at uh, the situations with Krug and Falk, and it did take some time for them to be able to mesh do you think that makes sense for the Blues to try to get this done as soon as possible? We still got almost two months right now before the actual deadline exists. I do, but it's so multifaceted. Like, uh, yeah, if you could get a chicken in next week, does it help that you get them, you know, a few weeks before the trade deadline? He's really able to get his footing. Sure, but at what cost? And I think uh, why would Arizona be in a hurry? You know, if they can hold out to the trade deadline and get a bigger package for, for him from somebody else, closer to the deadline then the blues wouldn't want to pay this exorbitant price you know two three four weeks ahead of time so i think that's a big factor uh there so i think that's why you you don't see those types of trades until closer to the deadline so jr on the news front for the blues we found out yesterday that colton Pareko and Braden shen were placed on the covid protocol and uh, we talked about this earlier in the show and i think this might be soon the jay bowmeister effect on colton Pareko. Granted, Pareko has not been great this season, but uh, you don't know what you have until it's gone. We saw it last year with Pareko's injury. I think people are going to start talking more about the necessity of Colton Pareko than the absence of Colton Pareko after this uh, absence. Yeah, Alex, I think with him going on that COVID list along with uh, Braden Shen, it's going to be a loss on the back end. And You know, I think uh, Pareko and Nico Mikula are really starting to make some strides here the past couple of weeks. We've seen some of their better games together, and I think part of that has to do with uh, – Mikola just growing game by game, but you know, Preko's definitely, I think, been improved than, than from where he was earlier this season. So, yeah, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's playing 22, 23 minutes and getting the job done for the most part, and now you're going to be without that for a couple games. So, I think the Blues will miss him for sure. So, JR, look into your crystal ball because I know they don't skate later today. It'll be tomorrow when they hit the ice. Uh, who do you go with with defensive pairings? I mean, if Perunovic and Wallman are back for them, do you just put somebody in the spot with Nico Mikula or do you really shift some things around? Yeah, it's a good question. We'll have to wait. You know, they didn't practice yesterday. Like you said, they're not practicing today. So we'll have to wait and see what the, those pairs look like. 
you know, Justin Falk is obviously your top guy on that side. You'd like to keep him with Tory Krug. Does this mean for a game or two, Tory Krug maybe takes on some more minutes and plays in that top tier role? You know, I don't know if, if, if they want to keep those guys together, that's what they could do. You could see uh, Mikola in that second pair, you know, possibly playing with uh, Scandella on the right side. You know, perhaps that's an option. Um, you know, and also we have to see, are they going to get Jake Wallman back soon from the COVID list? So, you know, I think they're going to have some options. It's going to look a little different without Colton Preco. To me, the big thing, it just kind of hinges on, do they want to keep Falk and Kirk together? He's Jeremy Rutherford. You can find his work over at The Athletic. Always follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, enjoy uh, enjoy the time off the next couple of days, my man, or I guess the last couple of days. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yep, thanks, boys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.